0: On today's show, FCA is back in black. Our impressions of Honda's new compact crossover and luxury brands pump up VW's profits. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for April 30th of 2015. Fiat Chrysler posted its earnings for the first quarter, and overall, the results are pretty good. The company sold close to 1.1 million vehicles in the first quarter, a drop of almost 2%. But despite the slide in sales, FCA's revenues were up nearly 20%, falling just short of $30 billion. Its earnings before interest and taxes was close to $890 million, a gain of 190%. But most importantly, the automaker's net profit is back in the black, coming in at $103 million. You know, we've told you how important it is for an automaker to have a strong luxury brand in its lineup. And VW has three premium brands to pump up its bottom line. The VW Group sold 2.6 million cars in the first quarter. And while Audi, Porsche, and Bentley only account for 443000 of that, they make up more than half of VW's operating profit. Of the $3.7 billion the group posted in operating profit, the luxury brands accounted for $2.5 billion of that, or 67%. Bentley made more profit than Seat, despite selling 135,000 fewer cars. And this shows why GM is working so hard to turn around Cadillac, and why Ford is now doing the same with Lincoln. You know, normally when an automaker comes out with some pretty lofty, expected fuel economy numbers, we think they'll go down around the time of the vehicle's introduction. Certainly not up. Well, Volvo has certainly turned that convention on its head as it gets ready to launch the all-new XC90. With some tuning to its plug-in hybrid powertrain, the automaker was able to reduce CO2 emissions by nearly 17% to 49 grams per kilometer, which is well ahead of Europe's 2021 goal of 95 grams. Fuel economy also got a shot in the arm and now comes in at 2.1 liters per 100 kilometers, or the equivalent of 112 miles per gallon. Since this is on the much easier Euro test cycle, we expect it to really be around 77 MPG, but that's still pretty darn good. And don't think performance was sacrificed to improve emissions and economy. Horsepower is up slightly, and the 060 time has dropped. Look for the all new XC90 in Volvo showrooms. This spring. We'll be back with our impressions of the Honda HRV right after this.
1: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner, Feel Good About Driving, Bridgestone Tires, Your Journey, Our Passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, Breakthrough Technologies for Lightweight Vehicles.
0: We've been dying to tell you about Honda's new HRV crossover for the last two months but Honda has forced us to sit on the information until today. It's unusual for a car company to embargo information for so long, and we think that has to do with delays at its assembly plant in Mexico. More on that in a moment. Built off the Honda Fit, which is built at the same plant, the HRV will face off against competitors such as the Chevy Trax, Kia Soul, and soon, the Mazda CX-3. It comes in three trim levels, LX, EX, an EXL Navi. The base price starts just a shade under 20 grand with a standard six-speed manual. A CVT is offered for $800, while all-wheel drive adds $1,250, and you can only get it with the CVT. A top-line EXL Navi with the CVT and all-wheel drive starts at $26,720. Since it's larger and heavier, the HRV gets a bigger 1.8 liter engine compared to the 1.5 liter in the fit. It produces 141 horsepower, resulting in a ratio of about 20 pounds per horsepower, which puts it in the slow category. But as long as you're not trying to hoof it, the HRV is a totally comfortable and competent car. A front-wheel drive version is rated at 31 miles per gallon. All-wheel drive is rated at 29. Honda forecasts that it will sell 70,000 HRVs in the first year of production in the U.S. market. But dealers thought they'd have this in their showrooms last December. Honda ran into problems launching the fit at its plant in Celaya, Mexico, and it looks like it had problems launching this one, too. Nonetheless, the crossover segment is red hot, and the HR-V will undoubtedly help Honda pick up market share. We'll have more driving impressions coming up in the seat time section of our website. And coming up next, John has answers to your questions and comments and You Said It.
1: For the people at Dow, racing is a sport and a science. We enjoy one and learn from the other. But like most competitive people, we like winning at both. This is the human element at work, Dow. Hello to all of you out there, because now it's time for You Said It. David Gold. Heard our report that leasing a car is $5,000 cheaper than using Uber for all your transportation and had this to say. Many of us would gladly pay $5,000 per year to have productive time to get serious work done while being driven. And Harsha says, The one thing I think the lease analysis may have missed is parking. In cities like New York, San Francisco, and Chicago, Parking a car is not only frustrating, but also expensive. You know, David and Harsha make really good points, and that suggests to me we are going to see more mobility services becoming more popular. Boy, people loved our show, the after-hours show that we had, with Sandy Monroe talking about his teardown of the BMW i3. Kevin said, Thanks, there is no other show where one can get this kind of info. Don Braun said, it was so good, I saw it twice. And Rick Radner said, Super interesting show. Sandy Monroe is bloody brilliant, smart, good at explaining the tech, and funny to boot. Michael Galvin said, I found it enlightening that none of the Detroit automakers were interested in the report's conclusions. But a lot of you were not that impressed with the Auto Line This Week show that we did with Margo Oge, the former EPA director. Mickey Mulder said, since you are an intelligent person, you surely know that CO2 is not a pollutant, regardless of what the politicized EPA reports. John Reed wrote in to say, I was not impressed with this program. Your guest didn't tell us how she has fixed climate change with the money spent so far on climate change. And Joseph said, John, where did you find the communist for your show? <laughs> Hey, all I can say is, you don't have to agree with everyone who comes on our shows. We try to give you a great variety of viewpoints from people who do have enormous influence on the automotive industry. But, that's also why we do this You Said It segment. We think it's important to give you a voice in this industry. Hey, be sure to tune in to After Hours this afternoon, when our special guest will be Klaus Busse, the head of all interior design at FCA North America. Klaus is one of our favorite guys in the business so if you have any questions you want answered about where the industry is going with interior design here is your chance anyway that wraps up today's report thank you for watching